Welcome to the Coach Carl Show, sponsored by the Campus Lounge. I'm Jay Stickney, and joining me, head coach David Carl. And David, you've got to be feeling so much better this week after the last four games. You go out and you sweep a very good hockey team in Western Michigan, uh, number nine in the nation. You win 5-3 Friday night, 5-2 Saturday night. And as we know, Coach, when you score five goals, good things happen. Yes, um, and the T-shirts are in the making. Um, I just think it's motivational to the team. Yeah, very, very. Um, no, it was, uh, it was a good weekend. Um, certainly thought we played excellent on Friday night. Um, really stuck to our game plan throughout and uh, didn't give Western Michigan very much. And um, Saturday, you know, we had to do it in a different way, which is nice to see that we can do that. Uh, Magnus Crone, I thought, was was exceptional and um, really kept us in the hockey game uh, to be able to take advantage of some opportunities that uh, Western Michigan gave us. Yeah, it was just it was really when you look at the last uh, you know four games that the team had lost, specifically the, the the last three with with only scoring a goal a game in, in each loss. Um, this was just so refreshing. In fact, I'm still trying to get my voice back. Um, after five goals in each game. And um, like you said, uh, the first night you got a couple of big power play goals Saturday, got one out of six, but really didn't need them. Um, but you guys just kept bouncing back every time they would score a goal and, and eventually just had these monster second periods in both games. Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's a sign of a, it's a really good sign if you're outscoring your opponents in the second period. And, um, I know when we were at North Dakota at that time, we had the best goal differential in the second period in our conference um, through the, you know, obviously through the non-conference and conference games that had been played. Um, obviously, I would expect that number to uh, still be there having um, outscored Western um, significantly in the second period. And I just think that's when we're at our best. If we can manage pucks and outchange teams and catch them you know, when they're changing and when they're tired, um, we have a team that can that can really make opponents pay when they're vulnerable. And um, but we did that all weekend long um, in the second period. Cam Wright's goal, you know, last goal of the weekend was a perfect example of that. You know, we killed the uh, the penalty and um, Western Michigan has all five players going to change and we've got essentially a two on O and scored the goal of 0.6 seconds left, catching them in a bad change. So that's what you want to be able to do. Um, and our team has showcased, you know, in the first 10 games that, that it can do that. And that's, like I say, it's a really good sign uh, for us moving forward um, of a really good hockey team. Hey, your top two forward lines, uh, you know, both nights uh, continue to, to score multiple goals. And it there was really almost no drop off between those top two lines. And how important is that going to be moving forward when you have opponents that can't just completely try to gear up to shut down that top line? Yeah, I mean, it'll, um, yeah, you need depth scoring to, to win at the level and both those lines, you know, are in double digit goals and well into it at this point. Um, they might both be 15 plus uh, between those six players um, per line. So, I mean, that's a really good development, um, makes matchups, you know, on the road, a lot more challenging and difficult for the opposing teams. And I think that the Stapley, Divine and Barrow, um, group, um, 
is close as well. You know, they, they had a lot of ozone possession time. Um, they haven't found the back of the net quite yet like the other two lines have, but I think there's an opportunity there for that line to um, generate offensively as well. So I like the depth of our, of our group. And um, I think as we develop and harden offensively, um, you know, I know we're at home again this weekend, but it'll be exciting as we do that um, going on the road. And, and once we do that again, down at ASU in a few weeks, to put that to the test and, and see once they have the matchups, how we do against that. You know, talking about your depth, you, you usually play an extra forward uh, on that fourth line. This weekend, you decided to go with the extra defenseman. Obviously, you had a lot of success that way. What was the reason behind that? Yeah, felt like, um, you know, North Dakota last weekend, um, Suomiso sat out on Saturday night. Reed Irwin came in, um, played very well. Thought he earned an opportunity to play again um, through that game and the way he practiced last week. And, you know, we needed to give Auntie an opportunity um, to get back in the lineup. And so that was really what it came down to, um, you know, is is getting Auntie that extra opportunity or another opportunity and, and Reed earning his. And so, um, we're comfortable with going at the four lines. Um, McCade Webster being unavailable probably played a factor um, into that as well. Makes it a little bit um, easier to, to make that decision to go 12 to 7 as well. And, and what was the, the big turning point uh, from, I, I guess, the last few games to this weekend with, with Magnus Krona? Even though he gave up three goals on Friday, um, made some really big saves in the second period and parts of the third uh, when Western was trying to mount a comeback. And, and again, you already talked about how good he was on Saturday. What was the, I guess, the, the switch that came on this weekend? Yeah, and I mean, I, you know, you saw him play up in North Dakota too. I thought he gave us a chance um, up there as well. And so he's responded you know, really well in his last four starts. The the Providence game seems quite a ways ago um, at this point, and um, he's responded well. I mean, Ryan, our uh, our goalie coach, I think he's done a really good job managing him, um, you know, working with him on just his confidence, his mentality, um, cleaning some things up in his game. But I think it's more between the years than it is anything else. And, um, you know, one minor thing that, he started doing with him was um, he started running goalie practices instead of before practice, started doing them after practice. Um, you know, when the goaltenders were, were tired, they had just done a, a full day's work and now you have to execute and compete and focus when your body's tired and you're maybe not getting as much oxygen um, up to your brain. And yeah, that's happened to me you know, really since I turned 40. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a dangerous thing, Jay. So you lose that much oxygen, you just got you, and you have to fight through it. Yes, you do. Um, so, anyways, I don't know if that's the secret, but that's something that uh, that we started doing with him, and um, just changes up the routine a little bit. Um, obviously, the the Providence game, everything happened in the third period when fatigue was starting to set in. So, just training a little bit differently, trying to switch up his routine, and, and Magnus, to his credit. Um, has responded very well. You know, uh, awards given out today uh, for your big week weekend. Carter Savoy, obviously, you know, four goals 
and uh, you know, to each night, given the uh, the award for the NCHC forward of the week, and and then freshman Carter Mazer, who who scored both nights and and was just seemingly everywhere, uh, was the rookie of the week. Um, you know, Savoy just just seems like one of those natural goal scores that when you know, even when he's not scoring, every time he has the puck, that's what he's looking to do. Yeah, he he knows how to do it. Um, it's it's the biggest strength of his game, and it's nice to see him score. Um, I would say he's doing it in different ways, and that's that's a really good sign as well. Um, you know, scores one on the power play, another one's off a of four checking turnover that he that he one times on his one timer side. Um, you know, those are the two on Friday night and then Saturday. Um, you know, Gutman makes a great play and he kind of gets lost on the backside, has to redirect it, you know, from his forehand one-timer side. And then the uh, the fourth one, he's, you know, he finds a way to get on the inside and get inside a check and um, just a little chip shot um, into the upper half of the net. And so, yeah, I know he's doing it. He's scoring from outside. He's scoring from inside. Um, the kid loves to score goals. You can tell by... By the way, he celebrates. Um, he really enjoys it. Guys who love to score goals, all they want to do is score more goals. So that's a good thing. He's got 10 on the year. Um, you know, I think there's a pretty high ceiling for him this year as far as what he can do and what that line can do. Yeah, and then, and then Carter Mazur, I mean, it seemed like even when he wasn't scoring, he's got that big body and he, he loves to, to frame to sort of post up in front of that goaltender. And I remember two different occasions, one where he clearly screened the goaltender um, for a pioneer goal, but also another time with his back to the net, he was able to redirect that shot by Benning and put it in himself. Yeah, no, he was a great net front screen on the, uh, on both power play goals, the Savoy goal. We had a great view of it from the bench on Friday night. And I joked with Carter that, you know, that one might've been easier than his first one, which was the, the wide open look that Gutman gave him that he one timed into the back of the net. And um, cause we, we saw the screen and Mazer just opened up so much of the net for, for Carter uh, Savoy to, to shoot into. And so, and then on the brink goal on Saturday night on the power play, not quite as much room, you would have had a better view from it from the press box. Um, but Bob, Bob found a way to hit that spot, but the goalie didn't see it cause of Mazer's screen. And um you know, I think he's a kid who is figuring out the level. Um, he's very, very hard on himself, expects a lot of himself. Um, he's a real joy to coach that way because he's always wanting to do more, um, thinks he can be better, wants to focus more on his details. And, you know, I think each weekend you've seen progression out of Carter and Carter Mazur, uh, that is, as to the player that he was last year in Tri-City. Um, where he could take games over. And, I, you know, he's making the progression that he needs to make, and um, he's going to be a really good hockey player for us. All right. Jay Stickney along with Denver hockey head coach David Carl. We're going to take a break, come back with the Coaches Show, sponsored by the Campus Lounge. And we're back with the Coaches Show. David Carl, Jay Stickney, sponsored by Campus Lounge. And, Coach, you have Miami coming in this weekend. They are two wins, seven losses, and one tie on the season, one and three in the conference. Um, 
had a, a weekend similar to Denver's in North Dakota, a very difficult and hostile place to play, as we all know. Uh, they lost four to one on Friday night, uh, but a very tight game on Saturday, despite being outshot 36 to 15. They only lost five to four uh, and came down to the last minute or so. So uh, you got a Miami team coming in with a with a bad record, but a, but a team that can obviously compete against anybody. Yeah, um, watching a little bit of them already. Um, you know, it's it's not the year or the start, maybe necessarily that they want, but you know, a lot of um, a lot of respect for for Burge and and what they do and how they approach things. I mean, this team they compete um, and they get after it, and, and they did against North Dakota last weekend. Doesn't matter the score, doesn't matter the venue. Um, they get after it, and so we're. It's going to be a real big challenge for us um, this weekend. You know, another opportunity for us at home. You know, our longest home stand um, of the year, and you know, they're these are big games for us to. Felt like the last time we swept at home, we did not handle success uh, very well. Uh, obviously, going out east and our preparation going into that Boston weekend wasn't where it needed to be. So that'll be our challenge in practice is to make sure that, you know, we're focused and um, doing the things that we need to do in order to have success against uh, Miami this weekend. Now, you know, last year in the pod is, is still sort of a, a blur to me, um, mainly because I broadcast from a conference room on a television. Um, but I think I do remember their goaltender, Ludwig Person, having a, a magnificent game against you guys. Yep, he was very good. Um, you know, the first night uh, Ben Cross played, I want to say it was, you know, 5-1 or 4, maybe something like that. And then I know that uh, Person played the second game in the pod and they shut us out 3 nothing um, to win the game. And, um, you know, they they were that night what I think they are. I mean, they're, they're tight checking. They make it work for everything. And um, truthfully, that night, if I remember correctly, we just – we weren't willing to work at the level required um, to beat them. And so that's, again, that's going to be our challenge um, against them. They got a very good goalie that you got to get to the inside on to beat them and um, a team that, that really competes very, very well. Now, as a coach, you know, with, with every season being a new team and a, especially this, this season with so many new faces, um, is that something where you go back and look at last year's Saturday game and, and show the team, areas where they they didn't compete as hard uh maybe in some years the the nature of of last year um we really tried to move on from it and not talk about it okay. um and so Sorry we, to bring we it like, up. yeah no it's okay um you're just doing your job Jack. No, I, I, so, that's my bad that's yeah <laughs> yeah so so we we likely will not show that we'll just show clips um from our previous weekend against Western Michigan here during the week and uh, things that we need to, that we did well, improved on, um, that we need to keep getting better at. And then we'll show some clips um, of Miami against North Dakota from the weekend as we, as we prepare. Well, I, I remember the, the famous football coach, uh, Bum Phillips uh, once said that he, he never watches tape of, of when they lose only when they win because he wants to know what they did right. <laughs> I like that approach. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't have watched much film the last few weeks. 
Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, they've also they're, they're led right now by uh, Derek Dashke. He uh, has nine points. So you can see uh, when you compare it to some of the, the scoring Denver's had so far that um, this is a team that generally doesn't score a lot of goals, but they did put up four against North Dakota on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, and they they have to do it in a little bit different way. Um, again, it's all through their work ethic and their attitude, and I think it starts with their coach. Um, Burr's, like I said, very intense um, guy. You know, the team works really hard, and um, they work hard for their chances too. And, um, you know, Dashke is a, a really good hockey player um, on the back end for them. You know, someone like – um, you know, Sanderson or it's hard. It seems like every team in our league's got somebody that, on the back end that you really have to be aware of um, when they're on the ice. And Dashke is certainly um, that guy for them, plays a ton um, and is involved on, on both ends of the rink for him. Coach, final, final question. Um, obviously, you have that big weekend sweep. Uh, everything's looking so much better. What part of the game would you like to see Denver do better this weekend against Miami, win or lose? Yeah, I think um, it'd be nice to score the first goal. That sometimes that's you know it's it, it's it's easy to say that. Um, you know, there's times where you like we played a really good first period and we end up down to one. It's just how the game goes. Um, sometimes Saturday for me was the opposite. Um, we're mm -hmm. down to one, but we're lucky to be down to one um, with the way we played to start the period. So um, I just think it's a continued. Um, maturity and how we approach the start of hockey games and you know putting our best foot forward um not taking penalties you know in the first five ten minutes you know because everyone needs to get in a rhythm into the game um and just imposing ourselves a little bit sooner into the hockey game we know we can score it'd be nice to to play from out front um a little bit more and i think that starts with our attitude and our mentality um as we approach the start of hockey games all right from Friday night puck drop against Miami. That'll be at seven o'clock and then Saturday night at 6 p.m. Coach, thanks for taking the time. Good luck this weekend. Thank you, Jay. We'll see you Friday night. All right. I'll be there. All right. That's Coach David Carl. This has been the Coaches Show, sponsored by the Campus Lounge. We'll talk to you on Friday.